Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, this is episode 26. We'll be talking today about Genesis chapter 29. Welcome to Daily Devotion. I'm Cynthia Martin, your host. And our goal is to read the Word of God together, comment, and pray the application of those truths to our lives in 15 minutes or less. All right, let's get started. We're reading out of the Bible in basic English, and we're in chapter 29. When Jacob went on his journey till he came to the land of the children of the east, and there he saw a water hold in a field, and by the side of it three flocks of sheep. For there they got water for their sheep, and on the mouth of the water hole there was a great stone. And all the flocks would come together there, and when the stone had been rolled away, they would give their sheep water and put the stone back again in its place on the mouth of the water hole. Then Jacob said to the herdmen, my brothers, where do you come from? And they said, from Haran. And he said to them, have you any knowledge of Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said, we have. And he said to them, is he well? And they said, he is well. And here's Rachel, his daughter, coming with the sheep. Then Jacob said, the sun is still high, and it is not time to get the cattle together. Get water for the sheep and go and give them their food. And they said, we are not able to do so till all the flocks have come together. And the stone has been rolled away from the mouth of the water hole. Then we will get water for the sheep. While he was still talking to them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she took care of them. Then when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, coming with Laban's sheep, he came near and rolling the stone away from the mouth of the hole, he got water for Laban's flock. And weeping for joy, Jacob gave Rachel a kiss. And Rachel, hearing that Jacob was the father of her was the, her father's relation and that he was the son of Rebekah, went running to give her father the news of it. And Laban, hearing of news of Jacob, his sister's son, came running and took Jacob in his arms and kissing him, made him come into his house. And Jacob gave him news of everything. And Laban said to him, truly, you are bone and my flesh. And he kept Jacob with him for the space of a month. Then Jacob, then Laban, Laban said to Jacob, because you are my brother, are you to be my servant for nothing? Say now what your payment will be. Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. And Leah's eyes were clouded, but Rachel was fair in face and form. And Jacob was in love with Rachel, and he said, I will be your servant for seven years for Rachel, for your younger daughter. And Laban said, it is better for you to have her than another man. Go on living here with me. And Jacob did seven years of work for Rachel and became of 
and because of his love for her, it seemed only a very little time. Then Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife, so that I may have her, for the days are ended. And Laban got together all the men of the place and gave a feast. And in the evening he took Leah, his daughter, and gave her to him, and he went into her. And Laban gave Laban gave Zilpah, his servant girl, to Leah to be her wait, waiting woman. And in the morning Jacob saw that it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What have you done to me? Was I not working for you so that I might have Rachel? Why have you been false to me? And Laban said, In our country we do not let the younger daughter be married before the older. So let the work of the let the week of the bride fast come to its end, then we will give you the other in addition, if you will be my servant for another seven years. So Jacob did so, and when the week was ended, Laban gave him his daughter Rachel for his wife. Then and Laban gave Rachel his servant girl, Bela, to be her waiting woman. Then Jacob took Rachel as his wife, and his love for her was greater than his love for Leah. And he went on working for Laban for another seven years. Now the Lord, seeing that Leah was not loved, gave her a child, and Rachel had no children. And Leah was with child and gave birth to a son to whom she gave him the name Reuben. For she said, The Lord has seen my sorrow, and now my husband will love me. Then she became with child again and gave birth to a son and said, Because it has come to the Lord's ear that I am not loved, he has given me this son in addition. And she gave him his name, Simeon. And when she was with child again, she gave birth to a son and said, Now at last my husband will be united with me because I have given him three sons. And so he was named Levi. And she was with child again and gave birth to a son. And she said, This time I will give praise to the Lord. So he was named Judah. After this, she had no more children for a time. Well, what I want to share today is the story of Jacob and Laban. You know, what's happening here is Laban just tricked Sam, uh, Jacob, just like Jacob tricked Esau and Abraham. So I just want to remind us again that when we do something, we will always reap the harvest. It's called seed time and harvest. The things that we do will always come back to us. And I've always said it's so important that we treat people as we would have them treat us. And this is one of the reasons why. Besides being a commandment of the Lord, and he gives us wise commandments, that's for sure. But we give, we treat people the way we want to be treated because we want that to come back to us, right? If we treat people the way we want to be treated, it will come back to us because it's seed time and harvest. The things that we do to others will come back to who we are, including deception, including trickery, including all the different things that Jacob did to his brother and to his father is now he's having to reap the harvest of those. I also want to point out that the herdsmen were standing waiting for the roll, the stone to be rolled away from the, from the mouth of the well. And Jacob looks and he sees that there's no reason for them to all wait for all of them to get there. And he already, met, he already begins to take a leadership role and he begins to give direction rather than waiting for all of them to come together to go ahead and start watering the sheep. And so I'm not sure who the men or women that were there with the sheep were, whether they were all women or whether they were servants or what they were. But you can you can see already that Jacob has taken some leadership role. I'd also like to show you that Laban took Jacob into his house, but it says for a time or 
for a month. So, you know, when we go into relationships with people, sometimes it's, I always say, it's like the honeymoon period. Everything's wonderful. We think each other is fabulous for about a month. And you know what? That newness wears off and then you get a real good picture of the people that that you're with. You want to be really careful when you when you um, meet people to realize that there is this honeymoon period, right? Whether it be a month or two weeks or however long it is, I see that a lot in business that a new businessman will hire someone and he thinks that this person's going to handle everything and everything's going to be wonderful. And then, you know, three months later, he's he's wondering what happened and, and uh, he's looking for another wonderful person, right? The only person that we can get all of our answers from is Jesus. So I just want to point out that Leah came to Jacob. She had a maid and her name was Zilpah. And Rachel came and she had a maid named Bila. So Joseph or Jacob now has Leah and Rachel and both of their maids. So he has two wives and two maids and he's working for his uncle Laban and now the story is going to unfold over the next uh, chapter two and Jacob he loved Rachel and the Lord saw that Leah was not loved and at the first three sons that that Leah has she names them in accordance of uh, wanting to obtain attention and love from her husband Reuben Simeon and Levi she does notice that the Lord is the one who is giving her these children. And then finally, when she gets to the fourth son, she finally says, I will give praise to the Lord. Judah come, becomes into this, onto the scene and Leah realizes or Leah states that I'm going to praise the Lord. I, you know, she begins to thank the Lord and recognize that she has four healthy sons and that um, she begins to praise the Lord. So I think when we get to the place where we say, no matter what goes on around us, I'm going to praise you, Lord, our situation begins to change because our attitude has changed. It's really all about our attitude. So I want to thank you for listening today. I'm Cynthia Martin, and you can find me online at realliferevised.com. Let's pray this morning. Father, I thank you that you love us, that you care for us, that you take care of us. And Lord, I, I thank you that Leah came to the place that she embraced you and that she decided that she would praise you. And so, Lord, I ask that the people that are listening, whatever situation, whether they're loved, whether they're being treated unfairly, whether they're being cheated, whether they're... Um, working it seems in a daily grind and never getting ahead father i pray pray that they would be able to lift their eyes to you and that they would give praise to you because when our attitude changes lord that you begin to work in our lives Lord, when we begin to surrender our situations over to you you begin to work in our lives you begin to work things out for our good father god and so i i just pray lord that you would cause those who are listening to begin to lift their voice to you, begin to praise you in the midst of wherever they are, Lord. Maybe not for every circumstance that they're in, Lord, but for every circumstance, what you're doing in them, that they trust you, that they know that you are going to care for them and keep them in their time of frustration, in their time of working, in their time, whatever situations they're in, Lord God. I just pray that you would cause them to be able to worship you and to give praise to you. And so, Father, today I do. I give you praise, Lord. I say that you are the King of kings and Lord of lords, and there is no other but you. You are the great Jehovah. You are the King of the universe, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for his, his sacrifice for us. We thank you for 
your spirit, Holy Spirit, we thank you that you come and you're with us and to lead, guide, and direct us. And today we ask you, Holy Spirit, to continue to lead, guide, and direct us into the deeper things of Heavenly Father. And Father, we love you and we bless you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, next time we'll be discussing Genesis chapter 30. Until then, may you be filled with overflowing with his power, with his peace, with his presence, and his protection. And I'll see you next time on Daily Devotion. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.